was just checking my mic. It just is recording me so freaking low. Checking the levels. It's okay. I can turn it up. Um, Turn it up. Movie magic. um, But make it audio. You think um, (laughs) mics would be better? Oh, my God. You're telling me. I can't. I can't (laughs) even. Especially the editing Whatever, it's a whole conversation. But it, I just mm. feel like these programs make it hard on purpose is all I'm going to say. Yeah. I'm getting really fed up with Adobe, which is really new for me. Adobe I, Photoshop? Just Adobe in general, like Adobe Photoshop and Premiere. Oh, I had the same experience. Turned out they were double charging me for a year and there was nothing I what? could do about it. Yeah. And one was $19.99 the other one was $9.99. And here Oops. I was thinking that I was getting a deal because I pretended to be a student. <laughs> I just had like, I didn't, whatever. It was so long. But I am annoyed because, I mean, there was a time where you own that program. I know, know? I know. And now they try to make it all like cloud-based. And Mm -hmm. when you save a copy, I don't know if your thing does this now, but when you save a copy and you want to save it as a JPEG, you have to save it as a copy and not, you can't just toggle down. It's like a whole, it makes, it's a one extra step for no reason. And I hate that when you sign in, it's like advertising is there. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just like, I already have the thing. Like, just give me a clean opening. You know, yeah, why can't like, we just have this, a program? Why can't we have a yeah. program for once? I guess it's like maybe so earlier, I guess their identity was like, oh, this is just for people who already know what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Now they're like, Adobe is for every creative person in the world. You know, like they're trying to like get a new market of people who don't actually know what they're doing. Yeah. Which is smart, but it's but they also, also have like they have like <laughs> Premiere Pro Express or something where you can just supposedly make videos really easily. And it's I tried. Oh, using I just it. saw that. It's oh. so it's so unintuitive. Like that's the thing is they're not mm. intuitive anymore, and I feel like they used to be more. Uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, Adobe photo, Adobe's you're going down the drain just like yeah. <laughs> if you had a competitor, I'd probably use it, but I don't think you do. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing is they don't they don't have a competitor our backs are against the wall you know yeah. um and we all need well, those um, photoshops we forgot where are we james where are we located <laughs> right now we are um and <laughs> we're on a really lovely beach kind of like the beaches we used to walk to south of venice mm. and it's a beautiful sunny day um no one is here which is really nice because we need to record it's not time people watch <laughs> and um can't have any laughter can't have any laughter just... and we're under a beautiful big umbrella which is really key i love that yeah happy it's really to be nice here. over here it's good to spring is here yeah so happy <laughs> um i'm really out of it today because last night was saint patrick's day which means nothing to me but um <laughs> Our friends had a kickback, and I had White Claws and whiskey shots throughout the night. That's so wild. <laughs> Not even the night, just the late afternoon. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, wow. It was early, one of those parties where everyone drinking. leaves at like 8. Yeah. It was nice. This wonderful old man that I always love seeing told me nobody in their right mind would ever have kids. <laughs> oh, my God. He said that. <laughs> yeah, he's funny. He's a really funny guy. Spot the lie. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was like, well said. It's so funny. Yeah. I, um, I'm also a little out of it because, uh, Chris had to wake up at like four 30 this morning and then 
I had like a actually had a Rosalia song in my head. I couldn't fall back asleep, and the full moon was shining into onto my pillow. Okay, it was intense. Yeah, it really was. And so I was like awake from four ish to five thirty six ish, and then I overslept, which is when people say like I overslept. I feel like it's always sort of this wonderful, luxurious thing, but it's it's really not. You wake up and you're like, ugh, like. There's the that day, feeling in your the face. The day is over. Yeah. Joey's like way more awake than I am. Yeah. <laughs> She's ready Dehydrated. to Dehydrated. Yeah. So yeah. it's also like the other, it is hard to wake up and it's so, I'm at the point now where I wake up at sunrise all the time, which mm-hmm. has never been a thing that now if I wake up and <clears throat> it's bright out, I just feel kind of gross and like. Exactly. It's too balmy. Like it's too hot. <laughs> yeah. I feel that. Yeah. I've been I thinking about be temperature like, a lot. In In what way? Like just in almost like an Ayurvedic, like astrological way where uh-huh. it's like, I think I need to cool down yeah. from the neck up. No, I think I need to cool down entirely. Yeah. I think a lot of people need to cool down. Like, I think I'm the best candidate for like an ice bath. Yeah. But <laughs> just thinking about like different times in the day or like with different needs, like when do you need to cool down and when do you need to get warm, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't think the morning is. I think the morning, like people always advise to take cold showers in the morning. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I think it's kind of nice to be cold in the morning. I don't know. Or at least battle the cold. I don't know. Something. <laughs> well, yeah, Put I don't, I don't like face. waking up when it's hot out. I, I like waking up when it is a little cold and you get to sort of ease into the day and you get to yeah, be cozy. Yeah. Um, I saw this woman... And I, it seems really legit, but she puts her face in ice every day to stay young. Oh, my God. Okay. And honestly, <laughs> that sounds great, doesn't it? Like, cool off your fucking face. Like, I feel like, the, like there's so much going on in the brain and, like, the face. I, like, yeah, we should try that. We should try that for a week together and then I'm report so back. Down. Okay, when we go back to our home. Yeah. I'll fucking do it every morning. Yeah, let's I also do it. just, like symbolically in the most simple way it's like ice would be anti-aging because that's literally what it does for everything yeah. you know yeah yeah, it's yeah. Like, you like freeze your meat like <laughs> why not freeze your face ritualistically it's a very uh low budget way to cryogenically freeze yeah um, simple um, which does sort of tie into our one of our topics which is the grimes article she talks about like cryogenic freezing a little oh, yeah. bit i think I definitely like jumped around in it, so I won't be as like good. But I do really like. It's okay, I also about read it a week ago, so we can we'll be on the same <laughs> level. <laughs> Just keeping it real, you guys. Um, Imagine if no. <laughs> no, we do that sometimes because <laughs> you know, like a lot of content. I think about this a lot. How there's kind of like two kinds of content out there. There's like the people who are themselves, which I think yeah. would be like you and I just talking, and then there's people who like deliver other information you know yeah like it would be like we just read the grimes article and this is what we thought but it's not just like this is what we thought it's like here are like a bunch of psychological like <laughs> yeah yeah there's analysis there's real analysis and like yeah. yeah but you don't you almost don't really care about sort of the person's identity as much as like just the content kind of yeah whatever i'm just thinking yeah, I also want to talk about yeah, Gr- Grimes talking about aliens. I felt a big alien presence yesterday, which I don't get often. It's the moon. It's the full moon. Yeah. But I just had the sensation of like really tall aliens like looking down at me. Whoa, crazy. <laughs> I feel like. Which I don't get. I don't really have that. So it's not like it's like my 
like my schizo visions. It's like yeah, it was something really was random up. and out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like in Hawaii they would definitely touch down. Yeah. We so we're gonna talk about synchronicities today, right? Or yeah, synchronicities. Um, finished the book yesterday. Tea. My neighbor is always lugging giant bags into her car. What and kind I of bags are just they? they're like, you know, TJ Maxx bags. The ones you like get that are like, bags. yeah, giant Big plastic ones. bags, huge, huge. And I wonder if she's a clothing mm-hmm. reseller, but that would make sense. It's just constant. <laughs> you should ask her one day. She'll be like, yo, yeah. No, how can you ask? If they didn't Is there any me. way to ask? <laughs> Is there any way to ask that question without being weird? Um, like, there has to be a way, like a way socially that you could be like, yo, what's in the bag? Yeah. Hey, you girl. Can maybe maybe it's not even asking a question. It's just like. A set like pointing at them. Being like, oh, no. Whoa, God's love a bag. Love a bag. And then love she's a bag. like one of those apologetic people and she's like, I'm so sorry. They're full of clothes. Look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> Scottish though. It's like she she gives me something that I don't expect when I say something, you know. Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Scottish people are, are really different in a way that I love, but No, you're so right. You're right. I say as a Scot famously. As a Scot. As a Scot. Maybe that's why they, yeah. Real yeah. recognized, real. Also, this uh, giant, they, they purchased a giant bougainvillea trellis in a pot months ago mm-hmm. in the dead of winter and put it right outside her door in this really like not feng shui way that truly just boggled my mind. Didn't plant it in the ground and it fell over once and they sort of tipped it back up and it fell over again in the wind. So I, today this morning, after them leaving it for, 36 hours on the ground. Huge trellis, yeah. Gabby. Huge. I dragged it myself and put it in front of like our Chris's window because I, I just didn't want to see it anymore. <laughs> so That's like the most you story I've ever heard in my whole I life. I know. I'll send you a photo of it. We can also, put it in like the you introduced me to bougainvillea. I would have never known that word if it was I love bougainvillea, yeah. You do. And they and never you water have. it. They never water it. It's like, how are you getting a huge ass trellis thing? Don't plant it in the ground. Don't water it. Just Yeah, that's a very odd vibe. Plants, plants don't be, they can't do anything for themselves. You got to water. Yeah, they can't get up and walk. They can't scream. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what a world that would be if like plants also oh had an god. opinion. Oh my god. I know. I wish they would. I wish Maybe they it would be a better world in I that way. I think it would be because yeah. they'd be able to advocate for themselves and be like, yo, the rainforest, we got some t- things to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or you like do something in your house and they're like, you don't want to do that. We right. don't do that here. And you're like, oh god. <laughs> They'd probably be in charge, actually. Oh my god! No, they're technically they are. They're and absolutely the most intelligent they don't have creatures. A yeah. What a paradox. Plants and dolphins are are the mm-hmm. most mm-hmm. sentient. Um, okay, so let's talk about you. Something really exciting happened yesterday for you. Okay, I finished the book. Woo! Yeah, which yeah. means like I cannot believe I thought it was finished before because I. I've never had an editor before and mm. ever gone through a process like this. Yeah. And now I get it. <laughs> but I didn't go to college. Wait, we didn't go to college. Yeah. I also am stubborn about Where everyone has people's an advice. <laughs> well, isn't that kind of part of it, right? Like someone edits your essays. I think so. I don't know. We didn't go. I don't know what goes on there. <laughs> it's like a very <laughs> academic thing to me. For like, And then I also yeah. don't trust people. So it's like whatever but obviously I trust my publisher and they gave me such a great editor she was so sick but 
I just remember submitting my manuscript and it's like kind of messy and all over the place. Yeah. And just thinking like, oh, this will work, right? Yeah. And then just going through three rounds, took two months of editing with her to just find something that like made sense. And like, yeah. And you know, and it's just one of those things where I was like, wow, like I've just learned so much of thinking that this was a complete book when it really fucking wasn't. Mm. And now it feels so much more complete and I'm very grateful. So the next step is layout. Ooh, that's just exciting. Choosing fonts. Yeah. And I'm hoping... My whole thing is, like, I'm so... I think you're the same way. We're, we're both eye-driven people. It's, like, yeah. I get nervous to collab about aesthetics with people because, you know... Like, I got nervous for the cover reveal, and then it was amazing. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems I like you're in good hands. Aesthetics. Yeah, it's been really... I, this has been one of... We're going to speak on synchronicities a little bit, but very few times in my life where something is just so unbelievably synchronistic, mm-hmm. where it's just, like, riddled with these mysterious like meaningful symbols but then also it just flows and flows and flows and it's almost like every little worry I have just gets like knocked out and it just keeps going forward you know that's amazing (laughs) it's weird and I've seen that in your life like I feel like you and I are very talkative about our synchronicities like we're always like Mm -hmm. sharing them and they really do appear I think in moments of like high creative flow yeah yeah or drive or with a focus I mean it is like being on a quest if you're on any kind of quest because I feel like my most potent ones and the most potent ones I've observed in you are related to like moving and creative Mm -hmm. projects yeah which are fucking huge spirals yeah definitely yeah I was getting a lot of them last week in like a really crazy way and they were all weirdly related to like most of them were related to podcasts where I was listening to something and then something would appear but like some things happened where I was just like, what is going on? Where like, I was watching this Instagram video on mute and this wasn't a podcast. This was an Instagram video. And I, I noticed just, you know, when your mind perceives something and it's just so quick, you're like, how, how would I have perceived that consciously? It was just unconscious. Yes. So in, I'm watching this video on mute and I thought, oh, that's weird. The sink took a second to turn on. Like it was such a like prop sink that the water took a mm. second to come out. And my mind clocked that in like a 0.5 of a second, right? At, after my mind clocked that, the water came on on the video and then water spat out of my sink in the <laughs> same moment. And I yeah, was like, yeah. are you fucking kidding me? Like that's like, doesn't, our sink doesn't drip in the, in the kitchen. Yeah. It, it was, was like, just like a timing call. Yeah, it was really, really weird. And then, like, yeah. I've had, I had, like, three or four syncs in, just listening to podcasts, and then I was either doing something and someone described what I was doing, or, like, mm-hmm. they were talking about, um, of course, like, fucking social media multitasking. I was looking at, like, an article, and this podcast was starting up, and um, it, it was talking about Cameron, and then on the podcast, they started talking about Jack and Rose, which is, like, James Cameron Jack and Rose from the Titanic and my great-grandmother. It felt a lot like my great-grandmother was there. It was really what it was. It felt like the, her presence was really there. And I feel like there are some times where she was like, it feels like she's like pushing me along when I'm not feeling fully myself. Mm-hmm. And like, because I remember last year I was feeling kind of out of it and like butterflies kept appearing, which was like her symbol. And like literally one mm-hmm. smacked into my windshield when I was pulling out of the driveway once. Like it was like, these things where I just feel like it's interesting, you know, obviously like our perception shapes everything, but when people who have passed away, it feels like they're there 
in ways that like they weren't really there when they were there physically, you know? Yeah. So this, this past week felt a lot like her, like her presence. Yeah. I think that's very real because I think like, let's try and define what a synchronicity is. Yeah. I just like went fully in. (laughs) No, but that's good because you bring up sort of, because I think a synchronicity can be so many different things. And I think one of which is the first one you brought up, which is like, timing synchronicities which is Mm -hmm. saying something out loud and then the radio says it or like you said yeah someone's narrating you for a second Mm -hmm. that happens rarely to me it happened a couple times the past couple weeks and I literally I can't even tell you what it was I just remember being like whoa like I literally just said that or I literally just completed a thought and then you know the song said the same thing I think that's a big one and then I think there's synchronicities related to, yeah, like ancestors, which I think mm-hmm. is really popular, even though they, they're not really called synchronicities. I think to a lot of people, they're, they are, it's like forms of guidance, I guess. Yeah. They're yeah either yeah. guidance or time checks, because there's the time check, right? That's like, okay, you did this, you're right, you're on time. <laughs> and then there's mm-hmm. like guidance that feels ancestral, like you said, like the butterflies are like very symbolic to a person who's passed. Or like a family energy. And then there's like synchronicities that are personal symbols, I feel like. Right, um, right. I think a lot of people get into are into angel numbers right now, which I think is a little getting a little funky because I think we're just on our phones a lot. Mm-hmm. But if you like love a certain symbol or like even don't even love it, but like have a connotation and then it shows up on a path relating to that and it gives it yeah. meaning. Yeah. And I Googled synchronicity to see what people were sort of defining it as. And one of it is synchronicity is a term that is frequently used to represent the process of experiences coming together and forming some sort of meaning. Um, synchronistic occurrences are formidable and propel us forward with a surge of ephemeral courage. Mm, oh my God, it's all love goop. That. <laughs> <laughs> I like it's in like that little, you know, when you Google and it's like, here are some questions. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's a really good answer. That's a goop answer. And then there's a psychology today answer. Synchronicity may be as simple as seeing a word repeatedly and looking for meaning in that experience. In a more complex example, imagine that someone has a dream about an old friend. Shortly after, he runs into her. (laughs) Psychology today, a little bit outdated. (laughs) Psychology takes the magic out of everything, and that's the perfect example of that. That's why I don't like psychology in a lot of ways. Yeah, it feels like you're talking to somebody who, like, is kind of like a boomer at a party who's like, well, it happens when you dream sometimes. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> there's yeah, more yeah. to it. There's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the official definition is a simultaneous occurrence of events which appear significantly related but have no discernible causal connection. Um, again, I think synchronicities are so personal. That's the thing is like yeah. when you experience them, they're so huge and important. And I think that's mm-hmm. very real. And when you try to explain it to other people, you know, I always have that experience. Like, I, even the other day, I had such a synchronistic day yesterday. I shared it in my story, and I look back, and I'm like, well, to other people, it might look like I'm just kind of, like, you know, manic <laughs> yeah. or, like, on Molly yeah. being, like, my whole world is coming together. Right, and, like, right. <laughs> you know, which is funny. It's a funny feeling to have. But it doesn't – it is – that is interesting. But it is very personal. And when it's, like, kept personal or with somebody who's involved in the situation, it's very real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very telling. Well, because and honestly, it's another dimension, right? Like, it's something yeah. that's accessing, which is also, like, a manic thing is you're definitely accessing another dimension, but it's just happening through mm-hmm. mania. And I think trying to describe that to someone who is outside of that moment, it does sound a little bit off, you know, mm-hmm. being like, and then I was, like, literally mixing in the chocolate chips, and then I heard it on the podcast. <laughs> and it's like, 
girl, like, you know, but, <laughs> but the thing with synchronicities are, I think a lot of times it's, it's tangible, which is so cool. Mm. And, um, and we don't get that very often in this, in this life. Right. Yeah. It's almost like a story. It's like a story without narrative. <laughs> yeah. Like narrative without toxicity. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Because, like, I had a really crazy moment yesterday that, like, blew my mind. Or everything has been really trippy here because I came out here to hang out with Jamie. And I didn't know that we were going to have to move. I didn't know where we were going to end up at all. There was no Mm -hmm. plan. I just knew that we would definitely have Wi-Fi. And I was going to edit the book for I don't even know how long that was going to take. Right. And it just turned out synchronistically that we edited the whole editing process from start to finish just right to the T, like just two bookends <laughs> in the middle, you know, is us living in this place that is the epitome of editing. It's like a yeah. half finished like surfer house. Yeah. It's like so him and I went through so many things like on a, in our personal lives that we work through together that reflect the, the structure of this house. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Like, wow. Yeah. Just being it was sort of like a very kind of public halfway temporary place that was half built. It felt very like under construction the whole time. Yeah. And both of us had very under construction themed months. Right. So that was the one thing that I was tripping out on. And the fact that the second I'm done with editing, we get the go ahead to move back home. Crazy. And on top of that wisdom, dude, I'm writing a book yeah. essentially, <laughs> which has my own wisdom in it. I, I don't like that word. It sounds so big. Like I have wisdom. Mm -hmm. What do people say the definition of? But it just kind of like, I do think wisdom is essentially just taking your experiences and sharing what you've figured out. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, Quality of having experience basically. But yeah. And then having a book and, and that's essentially like in that realm and having a literally a random, very kind dog show up in the first so week. Crazy. Yeah. His name is Wisdom. <laughs> Spends every single day with me, which is great because I'm alone here. Um, and then it really I was just reveling in that yesterday, just being like everything's just been so. And then also many synchronicities about timing, like mm-hmm. me really wanting to release the book on my birthday, just always. And mm-hmm. my publisher being like, Tuesdays are the best day to release a book and just pick any time after August. Like mm-hmm. after the beginning of August is like the season we're going to release it. And I was like, oh, I'd love to do my birthday. I wonder what day it's on. And then it's on a Tuesday, you know, like Crazy. little things like that. Um, have been happening for the duration of this book like this whole time just like weirdly like little things i wonder why tuesdays are the best best i don't know either tuesdays are also the best for content too interesting i think it's like the weekends people are doing their own thing Mm -hmm. mondays people are either still reveling in their thing or at work and then tuesday for me i always feel ready to work and also communicate on tuesdays Mm, i could see that yeah so and I, I also could have something to do with the industry that I don't even know about. You know what I mean? Like yeah, some, yeah. Some, like, I don't know. <laughs> but the biggest, weirdest synchronicity happened that day, too, yesterday, where I was still in that kind of, like, spiraling state. And I was trying to calm down because the synchronicities were really getting to me. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm, like, they were mm-hmm. really, like, tripping me the fuck out and making me feel like like a video game character. Mm-hmm. And I was like... And then Jamie comes home from work. And I just finished the book. I... He just came home and he was like, he hands me a hummingbird. Um, it looked like he said it looked like it was made part of a wind chime that had broken. Mm, and it yeah. was just this beautiful like metal hummingbird had a little bit of 
oxidization, which I love, that like indigo. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I found this under the house. Like, I know you like hummingbirds. And I was just like, dude, what? Because the hummingbird, as you know, was my symbol for the book. I even have stuff about the hummingbird as a symbol in the book. Um, But just the concept of I was like, okay, I'm going to meditate on the hummingbird as like being okay with being busy, being social, being talkative, sharing. It was like Mm -hmm. I was like the hummingbirds, like the guide for this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Wisdom wants to go outside. (laughs) Look at him. (laughs) Oh, he's very patient. Um, he opened the door. Um, yeah, and he just didn't know that, and I was like, dude, like I, he hasn't brought me anything back. He's worked on this same place that has random like ant like antiques and weird shit in it for two months. There was nothing that I would have like had interest in, you know. And the day that I literally finished the book, I have hummingbirds hung up on my wall. And he's like, oh, I just found this, thought you would like it. And I'm like, dude, you have no idea. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, you've like unearthed a hummingbird from That's like so nuts. deep earth and give it to me. <laughs> yeah, he said he they were like pulling out bushes or something. And it was just like at the base of like a bush. And That's I was like, so crazy. What? That's so Yeah. Nuts. And so just little things like that. It's like even telling that story, people, you know, some people who I think haven't been in that energy will be like, oh, I mean, it just... It just happens. There's no connection. But when you're in it, it's just so potent. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just feels yeah, like yeah. the whole world is almost like on your side, you know? Right. Yeah. And you're like connected. Yeah. How can I not? How could you not? Like, how could you not like get a hummingbird on the day of your I mean, that's crazy. And, and the package that oh, I sent like, you too, which I didn't know. I didn't really know. Okay. Was- like was very synchronistic i james sent me a package and packages take a really long time to get to me so there's like never an idea of when it'll come and it came on the day that i finished the book there was a hummingbird stamp in there yeah (laughs) it was a bright blue stamp pad which i mean it was everything well it was okay it was the hummingbird it was the cake which is us it was infinity symbol it was the gaudi church but it was just I mean, you know me so well, but still it was more potent than you just knowing me, you know? It was but like also, right on time. I'll say that, like, I bought those stamps in at the end of January, and I wanted oh, to mail wow. them from New York, and then I couldn't, and then I wanted to mail them from Spain, and I was like, I'm not about to mail, like, something from Spain, yeah. Hawaii, like, I'm being crazy. Yeah, like crazy. Yeah. So I carried those. I literally carried those stamps with me for 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 a month, for a month, for five weeks, and no yeah, I got the back right time. and then I was like totally out of it. Couldn't mail anything for a full week. So I was just so jet mm-hmm. lagged and I was finally like, okay, I'll get, I'll just get to the post office and had a great time. But, but yeah, yeah. so it really was the timing that you had, had no idea, but like I've had those for so long and it was finally like, it okay, was I'll symbolic get them and tangibly like when a project ends, it's really hard. But something I find myself doing is like a lot of like works on paper or like stuff in my mm-hmm. like big, thick moleskin, like the sketchbook. Mm-hmm. And one of the top things I like using is stamps, but I don't have any. I have one with me only. And so it was just really good timing of like, oh, now I have like a little thing to do while I kind of like figure out what the next yeah big vibe is going to be. But that was, yeah, that was very topical. Um, crazy timing. Synchron- and synchronicities, they seem to like, and it's kind of funny that Goop says it like that too. <laughs> no. I love when like Goop vibes come into play because it's like, we are goop vibes like yeah know, we, there's we had no choice <laughs> yeah 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 but to have goop vibes i know and we're and it's not <laughs> our fault it's like goop encompasses a lot of uh a lot of things and we're just part of it you know like 
Yeah. Also, Goop is one of those things where their message is actually really good, but their delivery doesn't resonate yeah. with a lot of people or their aesthetic. But that's yeah. people's fault. I don't think you should. Like, I was actually on live the other day and I was talking about yoga. And I was like, how mm-hmm. many yoga is one of the most divine, incredible practices in the world? It's so smart. It's every part of your body, right? Yeah. But some people have this idea that yoga is something for like Goop girls and like Lululemon and their connotation with yoga now is something that's so separate from what it is and I was like how many people are going to miss out on life-saving yoga because they think that they have to like be in like a lavender like leggings with like a latte like yeah you know and I'm like that's kind of your fault for thinking that way and thinking that (laughs) you know or like goop it's like you know like obviously like I'm not Gwyneth Paltrow-ish but like I would read anything anything right Right. (laughs) Well, I think it's it's their fault, but it's also just like the disillusionment that comes from living in in a world where everything is commercialized. Oh, totally. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's not. It's their fault, but it's also not their fault because I wouldn't. I don't blame them for not being able to understand that yoga is so much more. It's an ancient practice because the Mm -hmm. outward facing thing now is like you know, buy your little yoga mat and make sure you get a matching water bottle and get to class and it's hot, it's hot Mm -hmm. yoga. And it's very like gate kept. And and that's why I had a problem with being a yoga teacher in LA because I didn't want to buy into that. And I didn't have the means to just like be donation only girl. I had to actually make a living, you know, like, I don't know. It's, I have a fraught relationship with it too at this point, but I'm thankful that I've had it for so long in my life that prior to it being a commercialized thing, it was just something my parents taught me. But um, I get it. I really do. And I also think with Goop, it's sad because when you put a celebrity on the face of something, no matter what, it's always going to be a polarizing mm-hmm. thing. And Gwyneth Paltrow, like, I think everybody loved her. And then she did a couple things that were sort of like elitist. And people were like, uh, uh. Do you know what they uh. are? I feel like I don't know. So the I, I just think, know her, her reputation. So the one thing I know that she did, and I, I'm sure there were other things, but the one thing I know for sure is – she obviously was a movie star for many years and then she sort of segued into the scoop thing and so she they flew her to some event on JetBlue and so she made a comment that was like when you're a movie star like they really treat you well but like when you're not they fly you on JetBlue and she's like it was something like demeaning about JetBlue and everyone was like what's your problem with JetBlue and like people are still flying you places and it just was like this such a funny out of touch thing which I actually thought was hilarious but I think that's uh, funny yeah but I mean, people like were like you on a spirit flight you'd probably have something to say yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh wait wait Gwyneth Paltrow slams JetBlue on 2016 slams <laughs> i'm on her website for the first time wellness now we're like on JetBlue. oh she has like writers so it was like a dr carter stout reported on serendipity 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 there we go serendipity <laughs> i was literally like yeah. what is she saying <laughs> yeah i was like what am i saying <laughs> <laughs> nothing happens by accident when your soul gets involved that's how this article starts Mm, I love that. I just like my whole thing with like really successful people that turn to spirituality. I'm like, why wouldn't we like kind of hear what they have to say? Like they've experienced like worlds that we haven't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like there's this weird, I don't understand this like weird thing that like something has to be humble to be true. 
you know I think the most reliable people are people who had both experiences right I'm not sure if Gwyneth Paltrow has I don't know what would she if she worked for her way but her her mother was a really big actress Blythe Danner but even then, I don't know. It's, she didn't even write this article. It's like some dude. Cardar. Cardar Stout. Family. Gupa. Gupa. Your soul is omnis. I don't know. It's also, you know, for me, it's like the soul is a fact. So, of course, you know. Yeah, of course. Music to my ears. Nothing happens by accident when your soul gets involved. And um, I'm like, yeah, duh. <laughs> yeah. Spread the word, babes. Yeah, <laughs> to actress Blythe Danner and film producer director Bruce pa- Bruce Paltrow. And I guess yeah, she's also so she's the epitome like, of like what like a wasp. <laughs> no, she's a wasp um, lady. I only she learned is... that. No, like right? People always say she's like the queen of the waspy women. Is she? Oh, she's her. I think her dad is Jewish. But, but she's wrong. cute. She looks like a little fairy. You know, she doesn't look like a. She has no like Karen like features. She has very yeah. like. <clears throat> like wilting her godfather vibe. is director steven spielberg um she went to crossroads steven bro spielberg. oh so she's like hella la yeah she her studied art history movie. at ucsb before dropping out oh, to she's, act she's she's literally one of us <laughs> so she's funny. actually my friend i just realized <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's very classic that's so well, funny. good for her i'm glad she didn't get Trapped in rehab or something instead. I know, right? Can you Just imagine? Honestly, where Crossroads leads people. <laughs> I know. You guys, Crossroads is a private school full of gnarliness. Truly, it's yeah. Well, it's like what were the those? Whatever. I'm not gonna get into the private schools of LA, but Crossroads was definitely like the art kid one. Yeah, it was, but it was like the wealthiest, the wealthy art kid one. Yeah, where it was like you could be the most detached and weird kind of. And then I think New Roads was like New Roads wealthy was like, also, but more intentional. Like it was like the parents wanted you to do something, whereas Crossroads was like you could, but you'll be fine anyways. That's the yeah, yeah, yeah. From the people I witnessed. New Roads. Um, yeah, I'm so glad to be, not be in high school anymore. Oh, yeah. I can't, can't even. I think about that like all the time. I'm just like, <laughs> um, okay, back to synchronicities. T, um, I've witnessed yours many times. And then, okay, well, there's the feeling that, like, a synchronicity is, like, pushing you forward and putting you in movement. And why is that? Why is a synchronicity so comforting, do you think? Well, like I said before, I think it's just, like, something that feels tangible in an otherwise, like, uh, ephemeral world. Like, it, mm-hmm. you find you feel like there's, like, an actual push from, you know, the spirit or the eternal or whatever you want to call it. Like, it just – it feels like uh, – there's just another dimension that touches you really quickly. And that I feel like nothing is more igniting than that than thinking, oh, the forces that are beyond me are actually, you know, coming in to just like touch, mm-hmm. you know, and poke at me and be like, hey, we're, we're here. Also, and like, some people thought like God was. <laughs> you what? That it always trips me out that like that's, that's such a theme that people have with God and like Jesus. Mm-hmm. And it's like spirituality really just says like, the same thing, but without the character, you know, yeah, where it's like a, yeah. somebody will experience synchronicity and they'll either say, oh, my God, God's speaking to me. Or they'll say, like, oh, my ancestors speaking to me or, oh, the universe is speaking to me. Like, it really yeah. just depends on what you believe, but it's the same thing for everyone, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. When were you when that? did you first start noticing synchronicities in your life? Wow, that's a good question. Do you have an answer for that? I'm going to think about it for a second. 
my mom was really into synchronicities and very into like angels and stuff like that growing up. Oh, so, yeah. So she was very like, okay, these are the angel numbers. <laughs> this is like, we mm-hmm. love 333. She also taught me about like, what's trippy in my family is my mom has a big thing with threes connecting her life. Like she married James Francis Whale in the third. They were mm-hmm. married on this, this day. Our mm-hmm. first apartment building that they found was 1423. Mm-hmm. Um, and my birthday is 32393. And so she was always like, you have that too. Like you have the, like the three, the three lineage or whatever. And I was like, damn, yeah. boo. you know, and she explained to me that that was like a huge number. And, um, so we always like, like looked for, not looked, but we like saw threes growing up and, and that was my first thing. And then she would be like, other synchronicity is like the angels. Like it was this whole thing growing up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I agree that, that helps me with my answer. My parents were the same stuff like just this vibe of like divine intervention they weren't so into yeah. like little symbols but they also weren't artistic people i think your mom is more artistic you and i are more artistic. Yeah, yeah 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 yeah. Uh, so a lot of with my parents stuff was a lot of like protection or like avoiding conflict or i can't think of anything now but there was definitely many situations where my dad was like you know if the if i didn't get that stoplight i would have been in that crime or you right, know and like right, right, right. treating it like it was divine intervention or yeah even yeah. things like like, just little inconveniences that were so silly. And sometimes we're actually really silly. Like, I really have this memory of watching my dad carrying a bowl of pasta and him not doing anything. And it literally just, like, being pushed out of the bowl. And I forgot there was a reason for it. But, yeah. you know, but like yeah. there was silly, unexplainable vibes. And, yeah. But, yeah, my parents were just so happy and excited when stuff like that would happen or when things would match up or... Here you have a dream about something that comes true. My mom used to have dreams about people being pregnant and she would always be right. No way. Yeah. Like that was her thing. My mom's such a little fertile She's lady. Such a yeah. Your mom is, is classic mother. Birth. Yeah, it's hardcore. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. But yeah, it was never it was never as kind of like artistic and whimsical as I think I experience it now. It was way yeah. more. Yeah. Yeah, but it opened your mind for like that perception of the totally world. yeah it yeah. was always possible and not only was it possible it was like deeply celebrated so it was something to be proud mm-hmm. of and like come home and be like this, yeah this, and this happened while i was doing this and don't you think like you know and i think that's why you universe. and i like them so much is because you and mm-hmm. i both love possibilities and we love celebration and that's like what synchronicities mm-hmm. really are you know very true yeah yeah, if anything, like you could say it's God, you could say it's the universe, you could say it's psychosis, but at the end yeah. of the day, it's really just a celebration and it colors your life. Right, right. So why the hell not? It's also just like, you know, if you want to go into the psychology of it, it, just at the very base of imagining that there's a reason for this, you know, long line at the grocery store and then seeing mm-hmm. something happen and being like, I, this and this lined up, like, even if it is half of the mind, like putting things together mm-hmm. with the situations, like I don't know why that's so problematic because life is just what you was is what you make it, and like mm-hmm. if we're putting those pieces together and making it a little bit more fun and feeling more mystical, I don't think there's any harm in that, you know. Yeah, absolutely, and I think that should be the role of all spirituality. I really do. Even like yeah. any organized religion, I think when it gets messed up is when they take away the fun. 
Totally. Totally. Right? We were talking about the the Dow in our last in our Patreon episode. Oh, we should yes. say that in the beginning. Yeah, shout out like, to Patreon. Hey yeah. <laughs> we should start doing that. Yeah. Um <laughs> But what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, we talked about the Dow and the Dow really kind of in simple terms is like keep it loose and have fun, kind of. Yeah. And that is like the way of spirit. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think like religion when you try to put rules on spirit, that's like the absolute opposite of, of what spirit is. And that's why yeah. all religion is so problematic and doesn't really get yeah. you anywhere. Yeah. It starts to be like a government. No offense. That's when it's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> offense everyone. No offense religion. Synchronicities. But yeah, yeah. synchronicities is just, it's like, it's like the universe cheering you on, like yourself cheering you on. Yeah. Like the book is just, there's also, I will say another thing, too, is like how to kind of welcome synchronicities. It's not only believing in them, but letting the world guide you and never feeling like never feeling like so self-centered in your experience that you don't think about how much goes into it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I almost feel like like living life like that way. And I even felt with the book, I really took my time. I wanted to have this book out for like two years. But I just yeah. like waited and waited until something felt so right. Mm-hmm. And it's like my reward for doing this is now this like synchronistic period because I said, hey, like, I don't have all the answers. I'm not going to just pick something that logistically on paper sounds right or sounds impressive or important. Like, I'm just going to wait till something's like the perfect fit. And then it's like, it's almost like by doing that, it's almost like a belief in God, too. It's like there's mm-hmm. this people always speak of like when you believe in God, it's like you're being more humble. You're being more of service. Yeah. And if you think about that without God, without the church, it's, it's kind of just like. Like knowing that you're connected and that you're not alone it's an element of trust right yeah and respect too like respect for whatever's out there is like hey like you know better than i do in some ways like general energy like guide me a little bit you know but it has to be balanced but that's really what i think it is like synchronicities are like oh you know i i care about whoever's speaking to me (laughs) yeah 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 and knowing that you're I think what you said is very true, like not being so self-centered, like knowing that you are just a, a tiny little piece in a much larger tapestry. And mm-hmm. and in that way, like all these different threads are connected and things will happen for you at the right time if you're able to trust that, that you're just a piece of it, you know, rather than thinking like I'm the one thing happening and I have to make all these decisions. It's like, yeah, you know, and then when you're sort of rewarded with synchronicity, it's a confirmation of like, oh yeah, there, there are so many other forces and like mm-hmm. all these little things can happen and I'm just a part of it, you know? And also, isn't it such a kind of paradox infinity symbol moment that like in giving up your kind of sense of like importance and control a little bit and being like, oh, the universe has a say in everything, you get a synchronicity, which is also like a very hyper-focused self moment. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, I yeah, get yeah, the hummingbird. Yeah. Like, that's all about me. That's all about me and my book, right? Yeah, yeah, And it's yeah, funny yeah. because it's like, like, is that not kind of like, is that just kind of how everything is, you know? The whole right. like, let go, like release, and then you'll get the truth. It's like, like yeah. it's like kind of speaks to like the like ebb and flow of like life, you know? Like Absolutely. But like yeah. on a weird, like profound, like, you know what I mean? Like no, everything so good kind of happens that way. It's yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I think that's such that's a funny, funny thing where it's like hilarious. you completely 
as much as you can let go of like the ego and then your ego is rewarded being like, I am special. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that funny? Yeah. That's super, super, super funny. Yeah. I think people have that relationship with God too. It's like mm-hmm. they give up in service to God in return for feeling special and saved. Yeah. Right. And then, yeah. which I, I think is a weirder version of the church makes everything worse is what I'm saying. But if you take yeah. that out of the church, it's what we're talking about. Yeah. I also feel like, you know? I don't know if you feel this way, but sometimes synchronicity makes me feel in a good way. makes me feel small where it's like, mm-hmm. I'm all of these forces are so big and, and everything is colliding and I'm just a here in like the middle of this moment, you know, and I am yeah. just a small observer of it, you know, because that's mm. the thing too is synchronicity. You're most of the time you're the observer. You're not the active it's participant. True. And that's so beautiful. Like, because that's yeah. the truest like version of, of existing in uh, harmoniously is to be able to observe the self and observe this experience. And like mm-hmm. synchronicity puts you in, the, in that position and puts you in that role by default. Yeah, definitely. And it does feel like synchronicities do feel like you kind of, to me, it feels like you kind of like jumped into like a, like a river and then like you were just aligned to like the speed of the river. And, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it feels very like, oh, I just fell into this like stream and now I'm yeah. very stream of consciousness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you just get propelled forward and it feels like partially you but partially not it feels very trust-based like you said energy loves trust energy loves surrender yeah but also intention is important right it's like for you to be spoken to in symbols and to even have something to get synchronistic it's like you do have to have tangible desires in your life tangible symbols yeah and focus on what you love you know like you get so much out of life by really honoring what you love (laughs) Yeah. And I think in terms of intention, like the easiest intent, because I think intention can be such a hard thing where it's like, oh, you then you get hooked on what is my intention? And it it actually blocks you more than anything if you get Mm. sort of stressed out about like what your intention is. And like if you're looking for synchronicity is I think the intention that's simplest is just saying like I'm listening or like Mm -hmm. I'm open. I'm I'm listening. Like I'm I'm receiving like Mm -hmm. my intention is to receive or or yeah, just be aware. And that's so, and that's easy to just come back to rather than being like, mm-hmm. oh, like I have to like be intentional about how I'm, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. It's just, yeah. you can really get into a, a spiral. <laughs> well, maybe the difference between like intention and control, maybe that's what's real. Right? Yeah. I yeah, never yeah, thought yeah. of that until now, but like the concept of like intention being sort of this like light general desire, like I feel like intention to me feels like I would really like to experience this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And control mm-hmm. is like, I really need this. Otherwise, how can <laughs> you know? I make it happen? How can I make it happen? Who do I need to call? What do I need to like acting like <laughs> everything's like this logical, like eat? Should we have um, a power lunch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do I need to what's my new morning routine to accomplish this? Like, yeah, it becomes really structural and it completely ignores the fact that you're constantly in a collaboration. Right. With energy in this crazy planet. <laughs> <laughs> crazy planet it's true though it life really is a collaboration and yes collaboration is. yeah collab i mean look at the origin of collaboration because it's a weird word it sounds like clobber yeah it does <laughs> collab it means oh eh, it just means work together in latin it says collaborar oh it's like straight up there's like no secrets there that's great collab 
go in the lab together. <laughs> it's so and, uh, pure. Also, you know, it's funny. That manic creative energy, you really feel like a mad scientist. You do. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it all the time. I had it like crazy the past weeks. And I realized it's like I was getting this manic energy from writing the book. But then I was also getting like really successful like videos on TikTok because I just think like when creativity hits, it like hits everywhere. And it's like mm-hmm. if you have a period of time where things are like bustling, it's like do as much as you can because like yeah, you're connected for that time period and it's going <coughs> to run out for a second yeah. again. But I had that with the book where I was like just like I felt like I was manic for like two weeks. Two weeks plus or just on and off this whole time. But it ended up like I grew my TikTok just because it's like I had to just have someone yeah. else to talk more. Like, you yeah. know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking crazy. It's good to be that. Synchronized swimming. Synchronized, synchronized. I love synchronized swimming. I would love Me to do too. that someday. Synchronized. I, w- I really want to go to the YMCA and swim in like swim laps. Do you think if humans were more connected, we'd all be synchronized? Would it yeah, be a good absolutely. Thing? Would it be like robotic and weird. No, I, because if you think about like synchronicities, they're not robotic. They're like they're artistic, Graceful, almost. You know, pleasing. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking of a reality where like the whole world is so connected that there's just like people just know where to go and what to do, and there's like mm-hmm. a bunch of people like rowing a boat really well, and it like mm-hmm. you don't even care about free will because you're so at peace. Well, you're also like tapped into intuition, which is like what everyone hopes for. More pleasing, yeah. Do you think intuition is freedom? Maybe. Is freedom? They, they're intertwined somehow. I'm just not sure how. Yeah. Intuition is more available when you have more freedom. Maybe. It's I, just I a think concept. so. I don't really know. I just feel like they're intertwined. No, I think so because you have to way. be able to like, you have to be able to be open and and accessible and you, if you're not in a space of freedom then it's really hard to to be there mentally you know yeah lack of control he's back he went and had some water and now he's back final days in wisdom time he's gone um should we talk about anything else about that or grimes levels yeah um <laughs> We're going to talk about Grimes. What do you think of her? I I think she's sort of a funny little avatar and I don't think that she I think she's she's resisted definition and I don't want to give her one on my own because she's done such a good job. Um mm-hmm. but it's funny watching someone like her who like has resisted labels for so long like link up with the most like labeled man in the world. Um because of- Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like the opposite of everything, which is why people get mad at her because he's the uh, outward facing of her. Yeah, her outward facing, like far leftness, right, right, right. Yeah, but it's weird because it's so. I know it annoys people, but I'm like, it humanizes both of them in this really crazy way. So we're talking about this um, article uh, by Vanity Fair, and it's a cover story in um, April, and you can read it, and it's the title is infamy is kind of fun grimes on music mars and her secret new baby with elon musk mm-hmm. it's a very long article i i just was so surprised that <laughs> there's actually an audio oh my god if you want to listen to the article it's 46 minutes which i wish i had known i would have done what? that. i actually that's so crazy because for the first time ever in my life 
when you sent it to me, I was like, I really feel like the only way I can really read this if is, is if I listen to it. And I was like, I wonder if that's a thing. And then it, it's there. Oh, which means I picked, you know what I mean? Yeah. We both knew it was there without. <laughs> yeah. That's really um, sick. Um, but she has, what, a new secret baby. So now she has a boy and a girl. Yeah. Every, one, every woman's dream. <laughs> um, but she, I, I didn't realize how old X is. X is like two now, which I guess makes yeah, sense because they had him right before COVID. quarantine. Yeah. Um, yeah. It seems like he gets a lot of good times with his pops. Yeah. <laughs> well, she, so basically she uh, reveals in this article that she has a secret new baby and it's a girl and she had it by surrogate. Um, and they talk about how Elon and her are still together, but they live apart because his lifestyle is so frugal and, uh, scrappy to the point of like not being able to coexist. Like she was saying that up until she said something, they were sleeping in a mattress on a mattress with a hole in it, which is just like Mm -hmm. in their right mind. Yeah. Like. Um, but she was like, she says in this article that Elon has a thing where he's going to go to Mars in 10 years. And she's like, can you wait like a couple more? And, and he's like, no, I'm going in 10. So she's having mm-hmm. kids with this dude that's going to ship himself off to Mars if he, like, if all plans, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> pan out. And she's like, I'll probably go when I'm 65. But I will say after this article came out, the day after it came out, she announced that they had broken up and she was now dating Chelsea Manning. Um, so there's like so many layers to it, but I, I just think it was sort of fascinating because of her, you know, she's sort of struggling against this, this thing that we're all, we all struggle against, but she's doing it in such a bigger way, which is just people defining her after years of like them loving her for a specific reason and, and her sort of shifting and everyone turning Mm -hmm. on her, which is what we all worry about to some extent on social media, right? Yeah, totally. And I respect, I don't know. I just think she's one of the few people that I find to be like a true artist in the sense that they're just so committed to their whole thing. And you can see like a theme in their entire life. Like they're not people pleasers. They like, like when she was super far left Marxist, like she fucking meant that and she doesn't mean it anymore. So she's not going to pretend. Yeah. I don't know. That's always what I value in people. And And it's also also like, I think she must be really smart to be where she is. Like she's worked really hard. She's done, she's been like a self-producer on all her, her music and that music is Mm -hmm. amazing and takes a lot. And I think people sort of write her off as like this girl that just died to start, decided to start dating Elon Musk and is sort of like a little bimbo, but she's really like, (laughs) I don't know. I think, I, I, I think people don't give her enough credit. Um, but also it's like I just like love any situation that's just not what you'd expect like everyone would expect that Elon Musk has some like young like yeah haughty like no tattooed like just like trophy girl vibe yeah 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 it's like him being with Grimes is like supports the notion that he's not just like he actually is a mad genius nerd yeah yeah you know, exactly. i mean he could be a mad exactly. genius year nerd and some like billionaire that everyone hates like both can exist at once but it's like he is he is different you know what i mean mm-hmm. like jeff bezos is like not yeah a nerd. He's, he's pure is, money <laughs> yeah absolutely 
even though he's yeah. like passionate about business it's like with elon it's like he did get to where whatever he's doing because he's a freaking meme weirdo and like so is she <laughs> right right yeah like elon came about in a very different way than bezos did bezos did like you know classic business trajectory and elon like is more of a our generation's uh billionaire which i hate to say but yeah and he's like an artist as well in a weird way you know mm-hmm. like he yeah. does even if it's something dumb like having the tesla like s model e like the having it spell out sex <laughs> yeah like that's his, that's his own little or like, like launching the <laughs> launching the tesla into space with the david bowie thing or whatever yeah he did. like of just doing a concrete block yeah i don't know it's i understand why he's problematic in many ways and billionaires in general are problematic but like i think completely writing off people like grimes and elon is it makes it harder to like understand humanity as, as at large, right? It's also just like boring. Like I'm like, we could easily get on here and be like, "Fuck Elon Musk, he's a billionaire." And yeah, Grimes is a billionaire apologist, right? It's like, well, I mean, that's what I, that's what it says everywhere else. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Want to talk yeah. about the artistry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so they're funny. a funny couple. Apparently, she said he had a huge penis. I mean, that will really sense. keep people together. <laughs> i'm trying really also did it. you see there's like this thing where he was like i'm trying to figure out if you're a simulation because you're so perfect for me and she was like i honestly feel like i am one um <laughs> i'm gonna see if i can find the exact quote let me see that's so okay. cute and funny um it was this this song that she has um or this entire album isn't partly inspired by a theory of Musk's that she's a simulation. We keep having this conversation where E's like, are you real or are we living in my memory? And you're like a synthesized companion that was created to be my companion here. And if this sounds like he's asking her if she's a virtual pleasure bot, that's not entirely what he means. Anyway, she says she's never felt entirely real herself. The degree to which I feel engineered to have been this like perfect companion is crazy. It's also, okay, I think the other thing that sucks is, like, we can't enjoy them as a couple because everyone wants to just talk about his yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. in reality, like, they would be such a fun celebrity couple to be obsessed with because he's literally the epitome yeah. of, like, the tech nerd with, like, like, the ma- like she says she likes him. We could talk about Manic Pixie Dream Girl because in the article she says, like, she's fine with that label and she thinks it makes sense. Yeah, but, Like, with yeah. the classic, like, Manic Pixie Dream Girl who, like, loves anime and, like, like is... Like, he's, like, logistics of tech, and she's, like, the art of tech. Like, she's, like, yeah. a vessel for, like, expressing the art of tech. And she's been true to herself the whole time. Like, it's just, she's, like, a total alien weirdo. And, like, he's, you know, it's, like, of course they're together. <laughs> totally, totally, But totally. it makes, to me, it makes her more valid in her identity because she is so committed to, like, space and tech and aliens and stuff that she's with the top dog that yeah. will give her more information about her passion. You know what I right. mean? Right, and right, people right. People are like, right, oh, right. she just got that billionaire dick. And it's like, no, this girl has been tapped into, like, a vibration. And now she's with one of the top people who could teach her more about what she loves. Yeah, absolutely. Which is, is a bit, bit crazy. Yeah. She says um, they talk about, like, her, um, him going into to space and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she and she's like, the thing is, 
I fucking live and die by the mission. I believe in the mission. She'd use that phrase often, the mission. And I gradually realized it was a proper noun, uppercase M. When I asked what she meant by that, she replied without hesitation, sustainable energy, multi-planetary species, the preservation of consciousness. Um, and so she's like really for real about this preservation whole thing. of consciousness is interesting. And that's something that she talks about where it's like people will be like, she calls them like psi techs where you like upload your fucking consciousness to a cloud. And she's like, Bezos will probably be a psi tech. I'm like, okay, you know what? That makes something click for me because I was trying to understand because to me it's like, so there's people like Elon and it's, it is a very, it is a natural human urge. I think to want to like evolve and move forward really fast and also archive everything. Most people don't have the capability to do it on such a big scale. But I think if most of us were given a life and like a reality where we could, we would be down to be the person who tries to figure out Mars or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always try to think of the reasoning as like, there's the people who are like, no, you guys, we need to save Earth and like figure everything out and like give everyone a house and like chill, which sounds great. And I would like that. But then there's the people who are like, we need to get to Mars and stuff. And the people don't really understand each other because clearly (laughs) but when she says that to preserve consciousness yeah it's almost like it's this escape mission to make sure that everything we've evolved and everything we've learned doesn't go away right because humanities as a body is important not the individuals but like yeah our history and our consciousness as a planet so if we can't save our planet we might as well save our consciousness yeah yeah which is insane you know that's an insane take of her Exactly, exactly. Um, I kill the mosquito with my hands. She's also an optimist. Like she says, she wonders like why everyone is so gloomy about our cybernetic future. What if AI likes humanity? What if it winds up being all of our creative best and none of our violent worst? And she says that like she describes herself as glass 90% full. So she's like just a really... Mm. I, and again, like that is something that is so rare in today's world as someone who's truly believes in like the possibilities that that aren't gloomy. Like, mm. and it's hard. It's hard to have that perspective, right? Yeah, yeah. It is hard. It is hard. It's so much easier. And I just think it's like all of our kind of references for like AI and like space travel are fucking movies. Yeah. And I was thinking it's the same thing with aliens and paranormal stuff. It's like. I think a big part of the reason why a lot of us don't get to kind of have these funky experiences of like aliens and like paranormal things is because the only reference we have is these movies that are all the same. It all mm-hmm. goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Mess with this. They attack. It's like, I don't know if it's always like that. The only reference is movies that says that aliens are evil and, right. and ghosts are scary and you're going to get possessed if you mess with any of that. Like, I don't know. But I feel the same way with. Yeah, with her, like, positivity, it's, like, it's just so much easier to be, like, don't mess with anything. You yeah, know? yeah. But it's also, like, we're past the point of, like, this pure earth. I just don't see it happening. That's, like, more how I feel about stuff. It's, like, I agree. Like, I, the earth is so special. I wish we respected it more. I wish that yeah. if we did have this beautiful, peaceful world where it's, you know, and I can see a way that that can exist. But in part, I just think saying that and like repeating that is a little bit pointless Mm. when the nature of like humanity is really just this crazy like hyper like moving forward expanding consciousness doing experiencing figuring out what the fuck is going on as fast as we can yeah you know 
Yeah, like we're and not. I'm not a, saying I like that. I just think it's kind of factual. The realistic, yeah. I I think in many ways it's it is sad to say, but I, I don't know if humans are evolved enough to keep this planet. Like I don't know if we I truly don't deserve. That's very well said. Deserve it. I think so too. I think we're already done. If we're already done with our bodies, how are we going to be? Like I just feel like humans are so ahead of themselves, and I don't know if the brain is just quicker than the body or something. But doesn't it feel like we're like over our bodies which means we're over earth <laughs> yeah i mean this is the thing is like i think we're on a like the the things that are leading the charge of humanity are sort of over their bodies because they're like too tied up in the ego of of things right and like trying mm-hmm. to have like the most hedonistic which is the most like physical uh pleasure-based experience at the expense of everyone else which is like which is pure ego, mm-hmm. right? And like, we're so the the ability to like keep this planet alive is is something that requires so much compassion and like something that just leadership hasn't shown historically. Mm-hmm. And and so it's sort of like claiming, oh, we're done with the body is like supposed to be like an evolution, but in reality, the body is as entwined with the spirit as anything else. And like denying that it, is is the opposite of um, transcendence, I think. Being able to like realize yeah. holistically how everything is is put together is is true evolution, in my opinion. But we're not there. Agree, but we're not going to get there. I unfortunately I think it's too late. Yeah. Well, people have different definitions of evolution. I think the mainstream and like the government, even like Elon Musk and everyone, their definition of evolution is yeah, just pushing the envelope, making more stuff, making more stuff, going more places, seeing what's out there, right? Mm-hmm. And then. And I think you and I are on the same page with this. And I think a lot of sort of more spiritual focused people are people who do want that like mother earth relationship. It's like, no, evolving is actually realizing we're in this infinity mirror mm-hmm. of just this tangible overconsumption, overcreation. And we actually need to simplify, right? like lessen the noise and we'll actually learn all the stuff that you think you're going to learn from going to Mars and building all these yeah. like, insane rockets. Like, you could have had that knowledge just so simply just by having a simple life where you just listen and yeah, don't crowd yeah, yeah, yeah. the universe. I just but, wrote like yeah, that's not my the most definition recent, for anyone else. My most recent um, newsletter is about this too, where I was just like people, like people keeping like life is a game. Like what if you think about life as a game? And there's some aspects of that that are good, but in the same way we've all been like gamified with the internet and mm-hmm. like the progress that we're moving towards is, is so, um, yeah, it's just without consideration. And like, if you think about like building a giant sculpture or giant, um, uh, structure on shaky, uh, gravel, you know, like when there's an earthquake, everything will fall apart. And we haven't like, mm-hmm. we haven't really accessed the foundation of things. And it's like, you were just saying like progress, we're not looking back at all. We're not like we're not even looking forward really like it without with clear vision. It's just like charging ahead because progress equals good, which isn't true. Mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, and as Wabi Sabi and Virilio would say, no such thing as progress. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whew, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm getting heated. Um, <laughs> um, I have to, I have to pee and we're back. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, I just realized we should, well, we, I don't remember where we left. I also uh, just realized we should wrap, wrap it, up it up in the next like 30, cause I actually have to go to the DMV and my license is up for renewal, which is wild. 
God, how annoying. <laughs> yeah, I have to literally clean up the entire house. It's so, so crazy. It's very, it's very Virgo full moon of us <laughs> to be doing these things. Oh, yeah, should we talk about the Virgo full moon? Should that be our closer? Yeah. How did the Virgo full moon affect um, you? So I had a, a lot of energy to do absolutely the most boring administrative tax, tasks, which could not have been mm. more Virgo. Like I... Dumb. My dad had been, oh, like, slacking awesome. on setting up an appointment, so I had to call. I had to jump through so many hoops, but I was able to do it, and, like, I had the perseverance. Wow. And then um, mm-hmm. I've been meaning to renew my driver's license, and I had, like, the energy. It was just, like, all of these really just, like, I did, la- like, so much laundry. But it was this thing where I was, like, okay, it's going to be mystical and Virgo and whatever, and then it was just me being, like, hello, can I speak to the, <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, very, like. Yeah, but then I ended up waking up and seeing the full moon and being like having my little like mystical moment in the middle of the night. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it was it was definitely like business business oriented. But I'm so excited because uh, spring equinox is in two days, so that it's really going to be the moment. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's a really defining. Yeah. That's why I felt like the full moon was relevant because like when a full moon like intersects with other yeah. stuff, it's like just energized. Yeah. yeah. So I just see it as like okay, if energy energy shared on the planet, it's like if there is a season change, if there's a holiday, yeah. it was also St. Patrick's Day, which like I don't care for, but people did. I mean, someone had a party for us yeah. to go to, um, and other parts of the world probably cared way more. It's like there's this like, en- there's this like raising of like energy mm-hmm. that I think we all feel. Yeah, you know? absolutely. It's like when the full moon's on Halloween. It's like that's significant. Yeah. Like if you're gonna do some shit to it yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt a really strong sense of like get the story straight mm-hmm. energy where I felt like gossip needed to be righted and also if there was things that I was dancing around and like not saying mm-hmm. it was like time to just say them which is also very Virgo. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and as a Virgo son and something that James and I kind of talk about a lot is just like there is this like to me it's a very Virgo energy to kind of point out something that's wrong or say the truth not really point out something that's wrong but say the truth and it's not to be like put someone down or hurt their feelings it's just because the truth is so important and with the truth solutions Mm -hmm. can happen and so I feel I felt that energy really hard where I was just like if there's any place in my life where I'm just kind of being polite like I just don't feel like it anymore like we just have to be honest like you're doing this the thing is creating this result mm-hmm. like you know you're saying this story it's not fucking true <laughs> you know I felt that so hard I was like get the story straight and it did end up playing out that way you know in some ways uh I did take a bath with my lava outside a last bath <laughs> at this place really like the only good thing about this place was the fucking deep bath oh, it was really so beautiful nice. some beautiful things happened i was a little bit drunk still oh, that's so nice it was hot it was nice that sounds great that sounds like a wonderful full moon moment it was yeah he is a i was really tripping out on him last night not like like as in like whoa like you're a human being he exists yeah yeah, like, you have this, like, body that's so different than mine, yeah. and, like, like, I was really tripping out on bodies last night, but it was very good, very sexy, cool night. That's amazing. Um, that sounds great. And then socializing, too, which is rare out here. I went to, like, a a house party. Was there anything Virgo sun about that? Not really. But people were, oh, my God, okay, there was this one woman at the party mm-hmm. who I know because I've seen her at the beach with her two kids who are fucking terrors. They're yeah. like... <laughs> they're like little boys that are like mean 
And I saw her at the house, and she was like, oh, you might remember me. I met you on the beach. My kids were terrorizing you. And I was like, oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> and she thought that it was, like, a bad reaction. And I was like, no, honestly, I was like, that was a really fun day for me because <laughs> I hadn't been around kids in so long that it was, like, fascinating, yeah, right? Like, yeah. I couldn't do that every day, but I loved that day. I was like, I got to be around some crazy-ass kids. But the woman, okay, what's trippy about her is she's, like, this post-divorce, like, haughty. She looks amazing. Yeah. With two kids out here, and she you could tell that she had just recently got kind of like addicted to like instagram or tiktok oh. because she literally speaks like a 20 year old Whoa. she was talking about the patriarchy in like a very like entry-level way she was talking about spirituality in a very entry-level way uh she was just saying things that like you only say when you're like super online and young and instagram just started giving you infographics yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. now you're like the patriarchy and i was just like dude that's so funny because you're older but you're younger in that mode of thought and, like, who's feeding you that info. Yeah. You know? And it really makes you think. <laughs> That's so funny. About all that. Yeah. Man. The patriarchy. But she was fun. Also, and very I, at the end of the night. Like, to be, like... Very, yeah. very post-divorce. Apparently, she also... She was, like, constructing something out here. And she, like, made an Instagram called, like... Like construction babe and it was just like her like being hot like, she's really hot though like i don't blame her and she's a gemini she was really into astrology gemini so she was like yeah i'm a gemini and my airy sun she was like my air just fans his fire oh she's like so we have to figure that out and i was like that's funny that's so Aries season. I'm excited for Aries season i really felt like pisces season was so emotional for me and just so like not low but like moments Busted. of depressive yeah and like some like some mystical shit but like I was like this is what it must feel like to be a Pisces but only like mm -hmm. a tenth of that like I just couldn't imagine if I had to describe a Pisces person just in my thousands and millions of experiences with them because I swear to god if there's another thing that astrology has kind of proven true is that they've given me so many Pisces lessons like, yeah like and um is that they're kind of like a car with like one busted wheel mm -hmm. and like it seems pretty simple how to fix the busted wheel but like the busted wheel is almost like part of their identity that they'll like never fix it yeah yeah and you're like dude the ride doesn't have to be this bumpy like yeah I don't have to keep picking you up from the gas station when right the wheel really doesn't come through <laughs> right 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 but that's kind of I'm starting to realize I think that there's like unevolved I mean, unevolved is, like, such a fucking title, but I can't think of anything else. But, like, like low vibration or, like, unevolved Pisces and, like, high-level Pisces. Yeah. And not, like, to say, like, oh, there's different levels, but just, like, you know what I mean? There's, like, the wheel, but then there's also, like, a really wonderful Pisces, which I think I see in my boyfriend when he's, like, shining. Is like, they just make the day so beautiful. You know what I mean? Right, like, they right, can right. just, like... Well, there's, like, there's, they, a, they have so a much visionary beauty. aspect, which is really, can, totally. which can be hard because you either have clarity with that vision or it's all murky and you, but they live within the vision, like at all times. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the world has been giving me like way more like evolved Pisces lately. That's for really sure. fun. That's really fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know, cause like they are, they really, you know, they, like a Pisces, never... like best sleepover of your life will be with yeah. a Pisces, yeah. you know, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. they got the tea, they got the candles. Well, you, I feel like I've, I don't really even know that many Pisces personally, but through you, I know I all my so Pisces. Many. It's so funny. Totally. What's the opposite sign from Aries? I wonder if that's who you're meeting. <laughs> um, I, Any, like, air signs? 
you collide with what Sagittarius? Let me see. What's my opposite? Air is opposite fire. Opposite Aries sign. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to work. Love. Two people who don't believe in astrology. <laughs> <laughs> Aries and Libra. Aries and Libra. Or Libra is your opposite. Libra. I, I, I knew a lot of the older people I know in life were Libras, and I learned a lot about what I don't want from life from them. I think you got a lot of Taurus lessons. <laughs> yeah, I, I Taurus and hard, fun, yeah. Lib- but like, I do know what love. I can name four Libras, but they're all older people, and they're all people who I've learned from in a way, but not. But I wouldn't want to be any of them, you know, because there's certain people you learn from because you love, you want to be them, right? But I've like learned mm-hmm. very specifically from them. So, mm-hmm. okay, touching the mic like that's gonna. <laughs> like, I know. I was like, I felt like I was taking risks. That I was down. <laughs> Me on FaceTime. <laughs> I'm just touching the mic in a way I shouldn't. <laughs> no more FaceTime so I can make mess with the mic. Yeah, I'm kidding. Um, okay, what up? Yeah, Virgo full moon. I think I feel really exhausted today, and not just because I drank, because I didn't feel that. Whatever. I don't know. No, I feel tired <laughs> too. It's definitely post moon tired. It was intense. Yeah. I feel I finished the book on the fucking Virgo Moon. Huge. You know, I had a social event for the first time in like what feels like years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to clean. I have to fucking get out of this place and fix stuff and like clean stuff. Uh, that's gonna be crazy. But you'll you're, you should just I'm put on the Rosalia new album and you get through it. Totally. Yeah. And the food, man. I have my relationship with food. This is something maybe we should talk about this off camera. But I'm like. I'm like, I need to change it, dude. Yeah. It's I like out here, that. I have, I cannot, you know, I've been able to be so complicit with food because it was like Postmates and like, mm-hmm. like there was always a way to kind of like, but here it's like, there's no running. It's like, all I have is my kitchen and whatever's in the kitchen and whatever I bought. Mm-hmm. And you become so aware of your patterns and like your habits and like That's when you eat, not because you're hungry. Because yeah. it's, yeah, because I don't have options. I can't just. You know, because when you order Postmates, it's a luxurious experience, and you can kind of forget the fact that you shouldn't be ordering, like, a burrito at 10 p.m., you know? <laughs> but out here, it's, like, it's really... But I really... I'm really thinking about food a lot. Yeah, I am, too, because... It turned into a good thing. When I was in uh, Spain, like, we didn't have a kitchen, and so I always had to go eat, and I... Mm-hmm. And Chris was often gone, so I would just have to, like, feed... Decide, like, I'm feeding... I'm feeding me now. I'm not feeding, like... We're not deciding together. Mm-hmm. Um and it was interesting because I, I noticed how little I actually need to snack. And, Same. and, uh, but how also like eating meals before you get hungry is so important. Because in Barcelona, I would just like forget to eat because there, there wasn't food. Mm. And I would work, 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 and then just be like a monster to myself, not even mm. other people. <laughs> but here I'm like, okay, I need to, I'm reinvesting in like cooking at home more and really like getting only healthy snacks or like dark chocolate but being really 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 purposeful mm. about what I eat but it's it's still hard because it's like I drive so much joy from food like so much totally. joy it's like I'm one yeah. of those people that it's, does yeah. and always have and like it, that's never going to change that was something that was bred mm. into me as my mom when I would get sad my parents would give me chocolate like that's crazy yeah. that really happened and it's not I think finding pleasure in food I think is such a good thing and I feel bad for anyone who doesn't but there is a point that it gets to where you're not finding pleasure in food and you're like why am I still trying to find the pleasure yeah I should just wait a second and like yeah you know, yeah and go like restart my thing to like have it be like special again yeah 
um, I saw something that really spoke to me. It was like a TikTok video where this guy was like, the reason that we eat food is for energy, but there's many ways to get energy that aren't just food. So don't mm. kid yourself into thinking like every day I need to eat like so much or like that's the only way to fuel my body when it's mm. like sunshine is fuel, like water can be fuel. <clears throat> working like, out just so is many... fuel in terms of endorphins. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I've been and working out a lot. Thoughts, inspirations. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I've been trying to like supplement the food fuel with like actually just like the chemical fuel of working out which mm-hmm. but it's it's still hard to get into that routine and like feel good about it i'm still in the place where i'm like oh fuck i gotta do this <laughs> Ugh, I know, i'm not I've excited never, i've never gotten out of that phase i think it's hard the only thing that's ever worked for me is putting an exercise bike in front of the tv during like a season of shows yeah but you're also your metabolism is different than mine where you can do like you can walk two miles a day and then be like really fit and my metabolism just isn't that. Yeah, I get instant results. Yeah. And I think it's because I have the muscles that I have. Like Jamie's made me really aware of like, and I, people have told me this before, but it's like if I wanted to be a bodybuilder, I like fucking could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't have, I'm not so much, it's not so much like fat as it is like muscle mass. Mm-hmm. It's like I have thick calves, I have thick arms, and they're just like dying for me to build them. Yeah, and muscle <laughs> burns fat. Like m- muscle just that's by existence so yeah i'm like a little mid mid <sighs> midwest marshmallow that <laughs> that absorbs and yeah. holds on to for winter yeah yeah i mean our ancestry will really tell us mm-hmm. like i think if you look at my ancestry, it was like it was really built to like withstand like a summer mm-hmm. of building houses yeah 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 <laughs> and swimming across rivers <laughs> oh my god yeah um and feed all the children in the village (laughs) (laughs) mine was like go to church and uh make some sweaters for the cold winters um for the children you're so cute what was i gonna say i feel like i had one more one more ting but i cannot remember now um but maybe we should wrap up because i have to be at the dmv at like 30 minutes. Yeah, we have so much to do. I think we're both procrastinating and trying to like stay in the gray yeah, area like, because I don't so want to clean my fucking house. Yeah. You don't want to fucking go to the DMV. <laughs> Why would we ever want to? Okay, I'll put this together and email it to you. Yeah. Wait, do I need to take a new photo? I wonder if I take a new photo. Ooh. Um, okay, so yeah, everyone, that would be wild. if you're interested in getting more of this, this <coughs> dynamic content, um, we have a mm-hmm. Patreon now. It's IllusionPod. Uh, Patreon.com slash IllusionPod. And you get way more episodes. We're going to kind of do, what, like, uh, two extra episodes a month, but also you're getting all the episodes early. Mm-hmm. So if you just really like to get your dose of Illusion Pod, that's a good idea. Yes. Um, it's going to be And fun. also as time goes on, you know, maybe it'll be, like, more Patreon-esque, you know. And, you know, we do it because we do want to keep doing this, and people really want us to keep doing this, but it's hard to keep doing something that you don't get a return from. Yeah. Right? Don't yeah. want to do ads, though. No. At all. Not. I also like how Patreon turns into, like, a community where it's, like, the comment section. People can, like, discuss yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, talk about what they liked and what they want to hear about, and that's just so much better. I know. I love that. We someone love asked, Someone asked for our podcast recommendations, and I literally sent, like, an essay. I don't know if they even responded, but... Yeah, that's all you, dude. Um, I'd be like, every once in a while I listen to, like, a problematic podcast that people tell me not to. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think about what it says and feel unique. I wonder... And move on. I hope they, <laughs> they saw it. Yeah, if you asked me what my podcast recommendations are, I responded to you. Go back. Lucky winner. Um, <laughs> winner, winner. Um, 
And that's the show. I think that's the show. Mm-hmm. All right. Keep moving. Keep going. Keep moving. Keep going. See you soon.